What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Wow, Matt, fellow adventurers. Once again, we are playing as Sir Croakington. And we're visiting the Wither Docks in Twithick, where there's an adventure to do. A friendly reminder. Now and then, everyone needs to be reminded of something. Let us begin. Dawn has just broken over the Adderstone. While passing a run-down warehouse that borders the Wither Docks, you spot a man in a stained tunic signaling, signaling to you from the mouth of a nearby alley. Wary of his potential motives, you carefully survey the surrounding area before cautiously approaching him. Just the lady I've been looking Just the, the toad I've been looking for, he says, his wide, crooked smile doing little to inspire confidence in the virtue of his intentions. Wonder if you might have the time to do me a small favour. Quickly and nervously, the middle-aged man, whose head is toppled, is topped with a tangled shock of dark hair, tells you he is an affiliate of the Wither Guild, and he is interested in acquiring your services to deal with a problem within the organisation's way. We have a particular member, a, ins a key inspector, who's been taking bribes and threatening some of the merchants whose vessels tie up here. I've been tasked to presenting him the error with presenting to him the error of his ways in no uncertain terms. I very much doubt the man in question would find me intimidating at least. But you're a different story entirely. You've got the means to intimidate. And more. You'll be paid quite handsomely for the work. Okay, so I can inquire further. Tell him I'm not interested. Or use divination to get some clue as to what the heck is going on. Divination used. 4xp to divination. You channel your power of divination. And immediately sense the man is telling you the truth. As he perceives it. Alright, let's inquire further. The man smiles, nods, and quickly glances in all directions before stepping close and speaking in a hushed tone. You don't need to be so discreet, but why invite trouble? He says, winking. As I've said, we've got a particular inspector, one of ours, ours being the Wither Guild, harassing folk trying to conduct honest business along the tray. He's been warned before, of course, but it hasn't done much good. 
I'm told any any means short of turning him into a corpse, Miss Bob, but that'd be so much easier. As long as long as no one can trace it back to the guild. You need to discern he's asking you to either threaten or roughen up the inspector in question, while giving no indication you've acted on behalf of the Wither Guild. He's one of ours, you see, says the man. But even they sometimes need to be shown what's proper, particularly when telling them hasn't worked. There'll be 100 gold in it for you, so I can refuse to become on gold, accept the task for 100 gold, or bargain for more substantial payment. More payment! That seems immediately non-pulsed when you attempt to bargain with him for more substantial payment. I'm not quite at, at, at liberty to pay any more than what I've authorized to offer, he says, avoiding your gaze. I think 100 gold is more than fair, but it will only be a short bit of work for someone like you. Despite his reluctance to consider your proposal, you promptly set to work, gaining him in a shrewd and tactical back and forth of the payment of the impending task. Well, hmm, maybe I could tell him that you had hired me, hmm? Or, I don't know. Tell the Thane? Hmm? I don't think you'd like this. Anyway, picking a number. Bonus of 40. 20 from Diplomacy, 10 from Aura, 10 from Mind. Got to get 75 or more, or I guess I'm just sticking to the 100 gold. Pick now. 127. Except success. After several minutes of negotiation, during which you make numerous subtle but effective facts, Threats to both refuse the task and potentially expose it. The man begrudgingly agrees to double the proposed payment. Alright, alright, I'll accept it. The man seems relieved when you accept the task. And tells you you receive 200 gold upon its completion. The dark-haired man, fidgeting nervously, tells you the target of your mission. A Quay inspector named Joybor strolls to his post each day at dawn. Edging the wither docks by the way of a long alley that runs between two ancient warehouses. He's just finished pointing out to you the mouth of the alley in question, on the eastern side of the inlet, when he abruptly lowers his arm and nudges you, drawing his, your attention to a tall, lanky man walking slowly along the edge of the quay. And there he is, he says. Spares me from to describe him. Take a good look. Be meeting him at the alley in da at dawn tomorrow. Before departing the man, whose name remains unknown to you, he says that tomorrow at dawn you can confront the man and tell him you've you've just you you've just seen him deliver him a message. Tell him to remember the tragedy of the blue bowline. If that doesn't bring about the proper reaction, you may need to resort to more illustrative measures. Provided he's not permanently harmed. Meet me back here at noon tomorrow. I'll have your gold. Okay, what is the blue bowline? Blue bowline. The blue bowline, a barge owned and operated by a league of merchants based in Migsville, was destroyed by fire while moored with the docks in Twithick nearly a decade ago. The mysterious, suspicious, 
late night inferno that engulfed the barge is long believed by many to have been the work of Witham, rival merchants based in Twithick, who sought to undermine the commercial efforts of their rivals. Two dozen occupants of the barge, both passengers and crew, died in the ballets, trapped below deck with no way to escape. The Wither Guild was tasked with investigating the fire, but failed to conclusively determine its origin. To this day, the blue bowline remains a sore subject for many who engage in commerce along with the Wither Twinned, and has served to intensify the somewhat vicious rivalries between merchant factions in Twithick and Mugsville. Ah. Oh, yeah, so it's, uh... Yeah. Yeah, okay, play nice, otherwise... Your boat might burn down, you know, with you in it. Suddenly, as if a thought nearly slipped his mind, mind, the man blurts out a final consideration. It may be wise to conceal your face, he said. In fact, I would strongly suggest that you do. With a complete undertasking of what the task entails, you glance in the direction of Jorabor as he moseys towards the far end of the quayside and envision in great detail your impending conversation. Confrontation, oh, and conversation, I guess, with the inspector. A, feel, a thick, chill mist hangs over the wither docks, the, follow, the following dawn, and a walling blanket of grey obscuring much of the broad inlet and pier, and extends out across its dark surface. Crouched behind a, a stack of shattered crates along the ally indicated to you yesterday your face hidden behind a black cloth mask you await the arrival of Dorabor based on your observations of the Quay inspector the previous day you've no doubt you'll be able to effectively deliver the somewhat cryptic message instructing him to remember the blue bowline Dawn is only minutes old when the sound of someone moving along the alley reaches your ears. A furtive peek around the edge of the pile of rotting wood confirms your immediate suspicions. Jorabor is headed your way. You wait until the inspector is nearly up. Nearly up, up to the stack of crates before suddenly stepping into his path and planting your, planting your feet. Your arms folded across your chest as you assume a defiant posture. Jarabor, less startled than you hoped, draws an abrupt halt and straightens up, his hardened gaze meeting your fierce glare. What do you want? he snaps, clapping a hand at a haft of a wooden cudgel tucked to his belt. Clear out before I summon the watch! So I've got four options here. Relay the message to him. Relay the message to him and intimidate him. Warn him about the plot against him or just leave immediately. Uh, just relay the message. You boldly to deliver to Job or the message that, that tells him to remember the tragedy of the blue bowline. Upon hearing the name of the infamous bard, the colour drains from his face. Face and his breathing becomes erratic. He seems to have fully understood the meaning of the cryptic message. What do you know? What do you know about it? He snarls, having gained enough compo- 
off his composure to speak. Who told you to tell me that? You, you know nothing about it. Wait, was, was he involved in that? Hmm. Because he was, hmm. Was he involved in it? I mean, he could have been. And this is, just, you know, just, yeah, we could. Yeah, we, we, we can tell people about those cri- that crime you did that and everyone hates. Then everyone hates you for it and you'll die in a very nasty way. Probably. Or, you know, you could stop being such a dick. I mean, your choice. Before you can net, before you've not drawn your next breath, Clujor explodes with rage. Cursing wildly, the crane specter draws his cudgel and leaps forward. Swipey out at you with his crude wooden club. Alright, picking a number. Bonus of 29. 20 from agility, 9 from luck. Got to get 50 or more or he'll get the first blow. Pick now. 125. Success. He twists to the side, narrowly avoiding the swipe of the cludger and spin to face the enraged man. Jorabor, a murderous look in his eyes, again lunges at you. Forcing you to engage him. Hmm, yes, yes. I mean, this is a bit of an extreme reaction to mortal terror. Yeah, it looks like I've touched a nerve. Joel, begin combat. The only option is to subdue him because I was explicitly told don't kill him. So I'm not going to kill him. As tempting as it may be. Joel swipes at you with his cludgel. The smasher wallops your foe for three damage. It's nearly finished, and down he goes. Your final blow, 2xp, your final blow sends Jorbor sprawling to the ground face first. The Quay Inspector makes a meager attempt to regain his feet, only to have you place your foot, only to have you jump on the middle of his back and press him flat. He groans in agony as you roll him over. Staring directly into his eyes, you sternly repeat the message, reminding him to remember the tragedy of the blue bowline. As before, the fearful expression on his face tells you he seems to have perceived the meaning of his message. Oh yeah, you think we can't do that again? Hmm? Well, we can. And we don't need you to do it. Perhaps, who knows? But it's defi- there's definitely the, a, a threat or a blackmail. Just definitely. Yeah. Hmm. I think it's a bit of both. So, for all the fierce expression his face tells you, he seems to receive the meaning of this of the message. With no desire to linger in the alley, alley even a moment longer, you level of accusatory finger at the Quay Inspector, hoping the gesture will serve to reinforce the presumed import of the message you've just relayed. He rapidly nods, but says nothing. With that, you slip out of the alley and leave the wither docks, eager to vacate the quayside for the next small while. Just afternoon, several hours after your one-in with Jorobor, you again meet with the man who gave you the task of delivering the message to the quay inspector. He asks not a single question about the dawn encounter but instead promptly admits to you the gold you were promised. That's 200 extra gold. Very nice. It was a success by any measure, he says, his crooked grin once again unnerving you. I think he'll probably mend his ways from now on. If not, well, why think of such things? 
You'll have another chance now. That's what mostly everyone deserves. The dark-haired man thanks you and says he regrets the somewhat unsavoury nature of the task you were given, though he's quick to add that your actions likely prevented the necessity of a more dire deed. I would give him almost anything to see his face when you made mention the blue bow line, he says smirking. I doubt he ever imagined you'd hear about that again. Some things will forever haunt you, I've come to find. Yeah, yeah, that does kind of imply that he was involved in it. After again thanking you, the man quickly bows and then turns and strides off along the quayside. Never, never once looking back. Two days from now, unbeknownst to you, the savagely battered body of a man matching his description was found floating beneath one of the longer piers. Oh dear. But I didn't... Uh, maybe I did. I guess he followed me as... Oh, oh, this guy gave me... Oh, yeah, <laughs> probably just... Followed me and thought, Oh, it's the guy who gave me... Gave him gold that passed the message on. Well, 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 I've got to... Got to tidy up this loose end. Life's better with American Family Insurance. Because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Can't go after Sir Crookington because she's really tough and moves around a lot and probably doesn't actually know what's going on. But that guy, ooh, he knows what I did. Can't be having him living. Anyway, that finishes the adventure for 256 experience to general. And then another adventure has been unlocked called With a Secrets. Sometimes the watery deep will give up one of its closely guarded secrets. Start the adventure. Here we go. The first of the algae-covered skeletons to clamber out of the inky depths of the Witherport Harbour and haul itself onto the crowded dock sends the toiling throng along the wharfs, fleeing in panic, hissing loudly, its fleshless digits gripping the hilt of a rusted blade. The slimy skeleton is swiftly joined by six of its undead brethren as they emerge from the deep and claw their way onto the pier. Nimbly weaving through the retreating cloud, you reach the foot of the pier. The seven skeletons have staggered halfway to the quay, a muddled, nightmarish chorus of hisses heralding their advance. Determined to prevent them from making it off the pier, you brazenly hop onto the dock. You've taken only a few steps along the pier when the lead skeleton raises its sword and tilts its skull skyward, unleashing a fierce cry that echoes all along the quayside. Driven into a fiendish frenzy by the haunting call, the skeletons hold aloft their array of decayed weaponry and begin twatting towards you. Within moments, the gruesome company will be upon you. So I've got some options here. I could use telekinesis, 
elementalism, or just fight the skeletons. Um, telekinesis, don't get that many checks for that. Failed. Oh well. Un unable to effectively channel your power, you hurriedly prepare to engage the advancing skeletons. Almost before you can assume a combat-ready stance, the first two slimy skeletons swiftly stagger into melee range, hissing wildly as their corroded blades flash out at you. Right, begin combat with the slimy skeletons. The algae coated skeletons slash at you. They keep slashing and slashing, and they are slain. 2xp. The five remaining skeletons swiftly circle through the shattered remains of their fallen key, kin and swiftly encircle you. Five slimy skeletons. Bash! Bash! That's a couple of them down. Bash! That's three of them. They didn't hit one that time. Bash! Okay, only one remains. Bash! Down they all go. They are slain. 5xp. As you step back from the tattered, alvey-covered remains of the skeletons, four mercenaries clad in blue tabards that bear the embroidered symbol of Fame Poland wash up to your side. Impressed by your combat prowess, each man meets from his shoulder cross. It'll be for our captains to explain this to the Thane, says one of the mercenaries, shaking his head as he looks down at the slime-coated heap of bone. What's it all coming to? As the men begin clearing away the remnants of the skeletons, you leave the pier and return to the quayside. With the defeat of the undead, the panic that swept the wither docks is largely quelled, and people begin resuming their usual activities. Thankful the incident is over, you set off along the quayside, only to have your path suddenly blocked by a burly, red-bearded merchant. The imposing man, clad in a gaudy array of expensive finery, eyes you cautiously for a moment and then nods. You had an up, up, close look at that bony lot, he says, bowing respectively. You're braver than most. Not many would want up to confront the likes of that, of course. I don't think I've ever seen anyone quite fight quite the way you do. You must be worth a whole regiment of our thanes, men. Well done. You, met, you spend several minutes speaking with the merchant before once, more than once taking note of the many bejeweled wings fitted around his thick fingers. Your curiosity, curiosity suddenly peaked when he mentions he believes the algae-covered skeletons come from the sinking remains of the blue bowline. I don't pretend to know what brought them to life, he says. But I wager half my fortune off the old barge. The barge bowline was moored just off the end of that very pier when it burned. I was here when it happened. And not a day passes when I don't think about that terrible scene. Makes one shudder just to picture it. I've always heard, it says the deep guards guarded secrets. But every once in a while... It gives one up. At length, at length, you bid the merchant farewell and set about on your way when he suddenly holds up two leather, 
bulging leather pouches and asks you to guess which one of them contains gold. It's a game I enjoy, he says. I try and most people I meet around here and found they're not very good at it. One of the pouches is filled with gold, the other with worthless stones. Hard to tell just by eyeing them. See if you can figure it. If you get it white, you can have one of my wings. Anyone you fancy? That makes it interesting. You glance at the jeweled wings adorning the merchant's fingers and turn your gaze to the bulging pouches he dangling only a foot away from your face. And probably a couple of feet above it as well. Come on, now. Have a guess which one has the gold. I think you might already know. So, I can use various methods to, um, well, let's be frank, cheat. I could use thievery, divination, or shadow magic to get some clues. Or I could point to the pouch on the left, the white, or just go, yeah, not taking part. But there's no real reason not to take part. I'm not, I'm not staking anything. You know, I'm, I'm more curious about what thievery says. Divination, shadow magic, shadows will whisper. Divination, you'll get this. You'll get a general mental feeling that it's which one, but feathery. Curious how they'll do that. Succeeded. Four XP to feathery. Despite looking almost identical, your quick, trained eye quickly and and decisively determined the pouch on the white contains the gold. Also, I think that's a more fair way. Because I think generally using magic is always a little bit of a trickery. But just using your well-renowned, you know, just looking, that's fair. As already said, just look. And I looked. I just looked closer than most. When you announce to the merchant that you believe that gold is in the white pouch holding his white hand... He's, he narrows his eyes and fixes you with a playful, accusatory glare. Very well done, he was laughing. I dare not mention how many people are full with that one. I had a feeling about you, though. After touching the pouch into a pocket inside his fur-lined tunic, the merchant, true to his word, holds out his hands and tells you to choose one of the wings. Stepping forward, you investigate the way... You investigate the impressive array of seven jeweled bands adjoining his sticks fingers. Now, there's no way to know what stats they'll give until you pick one. So, I can choose the ruby-studded silver wing, the emerald-studded gold wing, the sapphire-studded silver wing, the garnet-studded platinum wing... The Wavenbone-studied gold wing, a topaz-studied silver wing, and an emerald-studied iron wing. Now, there's, there might be some clues as to what they are, but honestly, it's probably a lot quicker just to redo the adventure. Anyway, I'm going to go for random.org to choose for me. I could also decide against choosing the wing, which I think... I'm not sure what that does. Either you don't get wing or it just picks one at random. Anyway, it's number five. So I'm take, taking the wave and bone studied gold wing. And maybe that's cool because that's got wave and bone. The merchant promptly removes the wing from his finger and hands it to you. I now have a wave and bone studied gold wing. It 
it's it's as you'd expect, being a wing, it's uh, it's foot, it's armor for your finger, and as you also probably expect, it's magical, because most most of the wings you actually bother to pick up are magical. I mean, there are presumably millions and millions of non-magical wings, but Sir Crokington doesn't care about them and never picks them up. Especially since they probably have huge sediment, huge sedimental value, and it's really you don't want to don't want to deal with that sort of stuff. That be that be mean. I mean, there's that wing I found of Pyropores. That was a non-magical wing. Anyway, two stamina points and two aura. This thick, raven-bone-studded bulk gold band bears the marks of master craftsmanship. Craftsmanship. You receive this wing from a merchant you encountered on the quayside in Trithic. After correctly guessing which of his two pouches contained gold. I wouldn't say it was a guess. I think it was more of a determining I still say I could beat most folk at that little game, he says, grinning. Don't go... Don't go showing off a trinket like that in the wrong parts. Just a bit of wisdom here. After thanking the merchant, who in turn thanks you for playing along, you bid him farewell and continue on your way along the quayside. It's a good long while before the talk on the incident on the pier begins to die down. As is often the case... Each telling of the story seems to selectively ignore details from the pre- previous situations, while grossly embellishing others. Nearly a month after after the event, while passing a paleo den along a lane leading to the litter box, you hear two young lads arguing over whether it was ten or fifteen skeletons that emerged from the depths, off with the twin on a notable day, day in question. Sporting by by them, you briefly pause to intersect. You're quite sure the number was closer to 20. (laughs) I mean, why are you doing that? You're just playing along, aren't you? Anyway, that finishes this adventure. With 256 experience to general and 32 experience to all skills and powers. And let's just say we're done with those. Now, those quests were very short and had a lot of options, so I could spend, so I could spend a lot of time just going through all the options, but, yeah, you want to do that, play it yourself. Anyway, we now, hmm, anything else to do around the wither docks? I mean, there's, there's some ale in the grinning otter. Long to thin, speak with Varus. Varus greets you and spends a few moments speaking with you before he rushes off to mediate an argument that has arisen between two guests. Having spoken with her, you learn about several recent happenings in the city, none of which pique your interest save one. She tells you that a man who recently stayed in the inn told her about a strange wolf-like beast she encountered in the forest. Outside the city. I don't think that really leads to anything. Leave the inn. Alright, moves to the city gates. Hmm. What is left? Alright. Uh, 
Well, I've done two adventures. Oh, oh we've passed the half hour mark. So, next time. Alright, next time, there's there's a certain event in the north. Let's see, let me just check. Travel, northwest. Careful wise, yes, there's something I want to... I'm going to investigate something there. But anyway, until then, farewell, fellow, farewell, fellow adventurers.